Hey there, Laura here. For the next couple of weeks, the team at Hope Made Strong are busy working with organizations to create a downloadable resource called Mental Health Sunday. So this means that for the next four weeks, we are jumping back to share a few of the most viewed sessions from the Church Mental Health Summit. I am so excited about this Mental Health Sunday resource. It includes everything your church will need to host an invitational Sunday experience on mental health and faith. Hope Made Strong, along with mission-minded organizations and partners, have created digital resources that include research notes, sermon ideas, video, social, and marketing assets, and a seven-day devotional. Plus, there are community invitations, congregate giveaways, and editable digital files. We're expecting to launch this resource soon, but if you're interested in jumping in early on the waitlist and being the first to access this free resource, go to mentalhealthsunday.com. And so it's time for us to submit a resignation letter to anxiety. It's time to cross that bridge of what if, to find out what is on the other side. What does God have for me? So that we can follow the path that he's laid before us. From Hope Made Strong, this is the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out. So listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. I'm Laura Howe, and welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. On the show today is a flashback to one of the top viewed sessions of our 2020 Church Mental Health Summit with Chantelle Jacobs. Chantelle is a therapist and founder of Pure Mind Counseling Center. Her talk on overcoming anxiety was a highlight for many at the 2020 Summit, and I'm excited to share it with you today. There is a statement that Chantelle says in her talk that is so powerful, but could easily be overlooked. So I wanna highlight it right up front here for a quick minute. Chantelle says that peace is not perfection. Oh, that's a good one. A life of peace without anxiety isn't a life that doesn't have any problems. So often we hear about anxiety being negative and something to avoid, but anxiety is actually a fantastic motivator and potential lifesaver. A life without anxiety isn't healthy either. Now, I know this just may sound like semantics, but hear me out. In counseling, we talk about the healthy experience of emotions as being within a window of tolerance. There can be highs, there can be lows, but day to day, they usually remain within the boundaries of the window of tolerance. And if you could see me right now, I'm holding up my arms above my head like a window. You can't see me, so that doesn't make any sense. If someone experiences an extreme emotion outside of this window of tolerance, there's distress and negative impacts to that person. For example, if someone fears for their safety, you're going to experience ongoing, potentially experience ongoing PTSD. Uh, And another high level emotion is grandiosity and impulsive behavior that can sometimes come with mania. These high emotions have negative impacts on us, especially if they persist for extended periods of time. 
And the same goes for low or lack of motivation or lack of emotion, I should say, like depression, lethargy, and low motivation. This isn't a healthy state to be in either. Anything outside the window of tolerance, high or low, is not healthy. Nope, there go my arms again. I can't help it. (laughs) Chantel addresses this when she identifies that the negative experience of anxiety can be a result of many things. The anxiety itself isn't bad, but it's the root cause that pushes these emotions to be outside your window of tolerance. It's the chronic trauma, the triggers, pressures, relationship stress that push you outside of what is healthy. When you have these emotions, it could be because of the experience, but it could also be because our window of tolerance is small or has shrunk. We don't have the capacity to tolerate negative emotions, so our window gets smaller and smaller. I think we can all relate to that feeling, like the ceiling is closing in on us when we're stressed. We have shorter fuses or we're more sensitive. If we don't deal with our struggles, stressors, or issues, between relationships and we avoid them through substances or maybe Netflix or scrolling, this shrinks our window of tolerance. In her talk, Chantel brings hope and encouragement with the gentle challenge that only a seasoned therapist can do. In this talk, it's as if Chantel brings us into the counseling room with her. And don't misinterpret her gentle tone and her calm cadence to think that this is just a sweet word of encouragement. (laughs) Within the first few minutes, she's already giving you a seven-step action plan that will save you potentially thousands of dollars in therapy if followed it could change your life. Seriously, I'm not even kidding you here. This is my paraphrase of the talk. Number one, anxiety can come from many different places. Two, peace is not achieved with perfection. Three, here's a seven-step action plan that will help you deal with root issues and bring relief from anxiety. Four, God has a plan for you. Five, it's time to take back your life and live it. Now, of course, she is a much more graceful in how she delivers this message, and you don't want to miss this incredible wisdom that she shares. So here's Chantel. Hi, everyone. My name is Chantel Jacobs. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and I'm located in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I am so excited to be here today and to talk to you all about overcoming anxiety, living a life of peace which does exist. (laughs) The day I decided to believe in myself and leave my corporate job was the day I started to feel my authentic self. I took a leap of faith and I launched Pure Mind Counseling and Wellness without a single client. 30 days later, 54 appointments were scheduled. How many of you all are sitting on hopes and dreams and visions, but you're riddled with fear and anxiety? Joseph Campbell, he's a literature professor, and he once said, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. I'm grateful for entering the cave, having a successful business, and being able to motivate, encourage, and inspire others. Oftentimes, people are so close to the life that they desire, 
but it gets derailed by our past, negative thinking, anxiety, and life situations. Don't forget to take care of you. Address those situations that you're avoiding in your life. Believe in you, heal, and live the life that you were predestined to live. Overcoming anxiety is being free. Anxiety can be a result of genetics, personality, trauma, self-doubt, wondering what if. It could be a life event or just mere avoidance. Having a sense of peace does not mean you have to have a perfect life. It means trusting God in the midst of the storm and knowing that everything is going to be okay despite the outcome. Whether the outcome is good or whether the outcome is bad, you're still trusting in God that he's going to work that situation out for you. Living a life of peace also requires a shift of perspective. So we should focus on the creator of peace, which is God. Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Another favorite scripture of mine is Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It's important for us to stand in God's strength. He created us to have an abundant life, not a miserable life. So if you begin to feel anxiety and feel scared and worried, I encourage you to say, I will not let fear control my life. I will not let past circumstances control me. I will be okay. And I'll say that again for those of you all that may be taking notes. I will not let fear control my life. I will not let past situations control me. I will be okay. Continue to say it until you believe it. And as we continue this life of just avoiding things and situations that we need to deal with, we actually just create this backlog, which can certainly overwhelm us. And it can feel like an elephant is sitting on our chest. One thing I've noticed in my 18 years of counseling individuals is that oftentimes people focus so much on the anxiety, relaxation techniques and tips. All of those are great, knowing how to effectively breathe and relax visualize things that are positive, those things are great. But if you never get down to the root of the issue, if you never deal with those things that 
you're avoiding, you will continue to need to deep breathe, right? And do all these other techniques. And so what I begin to do is focus on helping people address all of the unfinished business, unresolved issues in their life. And as those situations begin to get addressed, those phone calls begin to be made and conversations begin to be had. And people begin to step out and say, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to face my fear. What do you think happened to the anxiety? The anxiety began to decrease. So I want you to think about what is holding your mind hostage? That's number one that I want you to write down. What is holding your mind hostage? What are the things that you've been avoiding in your life that are causing you great distress? Some of us may have a laundry list of things that we are avoiding, but we just want to focus on three so we don't get overwhelmed. Number two, identify your escape mechanism. What do you do to avoid what you're fearing? Do you resort to social media? Do you watch TV? Do you eat? Do you hang out with people? What are you doing instead of dealing with those issues that you need to deal with? So it's so important just for us to recognize those particular behaviors and actions so we can identify it and work on stopping it so that we can revert back to let me deal with what I'm avoiding. So when I do watch TV <laughs> or scroll on social media or hang out or eat at a restaurant, it's not me avoiding a situation. It's just me just engaging in activity, activity and enjoying it. So number three, Create an action plan. Come up with very specific steps. How you're going to address that area of avoidance. How are you going to work towards the goals you identified for yourself? Number four, set a target date. When do you want to complete this? Is your goal by the end of the year? Is it next week? Is it next month? And number five, schedule time to work on it. A mentor told me if you don't schedule it, it does not exist. So we wanna make sure that we're being very intentional with our time, just like we would a meeting at work or a doctor's appointment, scheduling time to attend our kids' um, event, be intentional. And so number six, after you create your list, I want you to think of one thing today that you can do to start. 
not tomorrow, not next week, <laughs> but today. Because some of us are those Monday starters, right? <laughs> I'll wait till Monday and Monday gets here and it does not happen. So let's get started. Let's get that momentum going. And our last step, number seven, the number of completion. As you're checking off those tasks that you complete on your list, take time to celebrate the small successes, the small wins along the way. And so we're gonna briefly go over those steps right again, right quick just in case uh, someone missed something. And so we talked about what holds your mind hostage. What are the things that you have been avoiding in your life? Identifying your escape mechanism. What do you do to avoid what you're fearing? Create an action plan. Set a target date. Schedule time to work on it. Be intentional. If you don't schedule it, it does not exist. And find something today that you can work on. Don't put it off. And the last step, celebrate. You celebrate those small wins along the way. Encourage yourself. And so now we're gonna shift gears a little bit. And so I wanna get you guys just to close your eyes for a minute. And as you're closing your eyes, I want you to think about what does peace look like for you? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? What does it taste like for you? And just think about that for a moment. When was the last time you felt at peace? And some of us may say, well, I don't know when the last time I felt that way. And so if we desire peace in our life, it is so important for us just to be able to clearly define it. Peace is more than just sitting at the beach, listening to the waves or meditating. What does it look like daily for you? And as I mentioned earlier, peace does not mean your life has to be perfect. And so some of us get in the habit of chasing perfection. And it makes it hard for us to enjoy life because we're always focusing on what is the next thing that I need to do to make my life be perfect. In order to achieve peace, some people may need to start marriage therapy, receive treatment for substance use, 
Work on being more assertive, set boundaries, develop time management skills, incorporate self-care, and the list can go on. And so as our talk comes to an end, I would like to recommend a book that you all may find to be quite helpful. And so this book is Winning the War in Your Mind. And it says, change your thinking, change your life. And it's by uh, Craig Rochelle, and he's a New York Times bestseller. And I'm not affiliated uh, with this author, but I found this book to be quite helpful. And those individuals I've um, recommended this book to have also found, found it to be of great benefit. And so the book uh, talks about how our lives actually follows the directions of our thoughts. And so if you think negative, <laughs> you produce a negative life. You think positive, you see more positive results because you're pushing for it. You believe in yourself. You're not giving up. You're being hopeful. You're trying and you're not allowing that anxiety to paralyze you. And the book also talks about um, Paul and it talks about how Paul was um, writing teachings and he was uh, sharing the gospel and how his body was put behind bars. He went to prison, but even though his body was behind bars, his mind was still free. And that's something that is so powerful. And so it just shows us how the battles of our life, they're either won or lost in our mind. And so it's time for us to submit a resignation letter to anxiety. It's time to cross that bridge of what if, to find out what is on the other side. What does God have for me? So that we can follow the path that he's laid before us. So many people in the world are impacted each and every day by anxiety. But if you look at the scriptures, there are so many scriptures that's talking about our mind, talking about peace, talking about not having fear, putting all of our cares on God, casting them on him. Having faith the size of a mustard seed. And so when we do the opposite of God's word, that's why our body does not feel good. That's why we get sick and we're more susceptible to getting illnesses and disease because our body was not wired to be full of anxiety and fear. And so I want to encourage you on today to look over your notes and what we talked about today. Watch the replay. Spend more time with God in that quiet place, away from all of the distractions. 
and hear what he has to say for you in this season. What is he calling you to do? And begin to go. Go after it. And so I hope that um, this latter part of the year is greater than your start of this year. And that you will begin to believe in you. Believe in your purpose, believe in your ability. And so it's certainly been a pleasure speaking to you all today. And you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. I encourage you to put what you've heard into action. How are you going to be intentional about building a culture of care, both for yourself and for others in your church? I encourage you, take those action steps that Chantal recommended. How are you going to walk out that seven-step action plan? If what you have heard today was helpful, I would love it if you could write a review or rate this podcast. This is going to help others find the podcast more easily. Thanks for listening. Take care.